Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another et- episode, excuse me. Today we've got a guy all the way from Lovely Island, the friendly land of Ireland, and he's going to be telling us about Hurlingham and Bloomberg. So he can explain Bloomberg and then he's going to explain about this sport. I'm probably saying it wrong. So nice to have you here today. Thank you very much. Okay. So tell us, how does this Bloomberg thing, what is it really? Because you see it on the TV, but I don't really understand. Yeah, so I guess what most the layman's that they probably is that actually um, it's not a media company more so. It's core revenue comes from a technology platform, which just helps financial participants streamline trading, execution of stocks, shares, fixed income securities. So it's a channel just for corporate businesses, really. Essentially, it's like if you you, you your your car is your tool for taxing, for example. Yeah. Uh, the Bloomberg uh, technology platform is an uh, investor, the traders, investment bankers tool for them to do their job. It, streamline, it streamlines every part of their job, whether that's accessing data, financial statements, whether that's trading a stock through an exchange, or whether that's analyzing um, different parts of a, of a company or different financial security. So why do so they show that to the world, but it's only for... It's only a niche audience, really. Yeah, well, basically, the, the, the news channel is a separate revenue stream, but the core revenue part of Bloomberg is actually this this technology platform, which you pay quite a high premium. What, us? As a user, if you want to use it, it's a very expensive product to buy. Okay. But they share it on the TV every day. That's just one... That's just news. But this platform they use is not news. This is an entirely different platform it's completely separate to the news channel um, it's called a terminal and you would you would have it on your computer very expensive um, you get access to a lot of data that you would not have like for yourself watching Bloomberg News yeah. you wouldn't have access to what these guys have um, so it helps you so if you're one of those at-home traders yeah you would want to pay that subscription if you can afford it exactly yeah and then you get the up up and up on what's happening exactly you'll get access to much more fast-paced news so it's like being in the stock exchange yeah you're going to you get much easier access to an exchange a stock exchange yeah um and obviously to trade everything is information you get information at a much faster speed paying this very expensive subscription um so what made you want to did you always want to be work for like a bloomberg company or did you fall into it uh, I'd say to some extent I fell into it. Um, I did a broad. I went, I went to uni back in Ireland. I did a pretty broad-based degree in business, um, and I quite quite heavily enjoyed economics. Um, probably a bit of a bookworm, read quite heavily, and then kind of when you look at jobs in that kind of realm, um, I suppose economics and finance sort of becomes a, a logical route to go down. Just started started kind of applying for jobs in London, and, and Bloomberg came about. Um, so you got a degree. Economics, so yeah. Bachelor of Bachelor, Bachelor of Economics and Finance, Econo- yeah. Economics, Finance, and you've got A levels. 
Yeah, so the Irish equivalent is it's called a leaving certificate. But yeah, it's basically A levels. And what subjects were they, and how many? So it's quite different. There's only you do seven subjects, um, and you take take your best six. But it's very yeah. 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 But it's it's that quite like a real Irish way. Stick it around again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually quite different to the A levels. I only found out recently. Um, in terms of you can pick a lot more for your A levels, yeah. um, where a lot of them are compulsory in Ireland. Yeah. You, still to, you still have to do the Irish language uh, compared to A levels, um, and you have to do maths, English, and uh, maths, English, and another language as well. Um, so it's quite different. So moving on to this game, yeah, what's it called? Because I, I believe I pronounced it wrong. So it's called hurling. Hurling. What, what happens? So I've, I struggle to streamline telling people what it is in London. And over the last kind of year or so, I've had to sort of learn. So I think the best way to describe it is a more faster, more aggressive version of lacrosse. I think if you know, so the, you have a net and a ball. You have a net, I you have a ball, and you have a, you have a stick as well. Let's spell the name for the listeners. So how does it, how does it, if you spell it for us? So if you spell it, it's H-U-R-L-I-N-G. H-U-L-O-N-G. Sorry, you can just see my Irish accent coming through strongly today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's H, H for Harry, yeah. U for Universe, yeah. R for Ryan, uh, L for Larry, and then I-N-G. I-N-G. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the idea is that you, you've got a goal either end? You've got a goal either end, but essentially like a very similar to like a, rug, a rugby a rugby goal post, um, but just with a net, obviously, yeah. um, below the bar. Um, so it's it's three points for a goal. There is a goalkeeper, yeah. and it's one point if you hit it over the bar, so, okay. between the bar. And you've got like the sticks with the with the net on each other. No, there's no. That's the difference to, between the crosses that there's no net. So it's actually just like a long stick, and, um, and it sort of sh- shapes out a bit longer at the end. Um, and you actually you put you you put the you pick the ball up with the stick. Mm-hmm. You can run four steps with your with the ball in your hand, and then what we say is you have to dribble it. You have to dribble the ball on the stick. Uh, yeah, so like that. Yeah, sort of like that. You 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 would run. You can run for as long as you want, as long as it's on the stick. Okay, and someone can come and grab it off the stick. Someone can go grab the stick. You wouldn't really do that because it would be quite difficult. But what you could do is you could you could whack the ball off the stick. With, 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 you could whack the ball off the stick with your stick. Yeah, so um, they're trying to dribble it, and then they'll go up and down as well. Exactly. Yeah, you can also. It's quite an aggressive game, so like you could shoulder them out of it, like yeah. force them to the floor. Okay. Um, it, the stick is called a hurley. It's an Irish game. It's a completely Irish game. It's quite big in London, though, so I play it in London. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have been a huge player back home, to be honest. I was, uh, <laughs> wasn't was amazing. Is it like a public schoolboy game? Here? Yeah, it's very public. So, like, in Ireland, I would say, like, rugby is more kind of like your private school yeah, culture. Yeah. Um, hurling is, like, very, you know, across all levels. It's not really, like, a classist sport. It's very... Everybody plays it. Um, but here... Here, like it's it's in here and it's grown here a lot, but I guess it's probably grown from our, such a huge Irish audience uh, living in London. Okay. I would say. But yeah, it's growing. It's grown quite a lot. I didn't realise how developed it was here, to be honest. Like there's full leagues, championships. Um, yeah, it's great. It's it's good for the house. Good. So, back to the Bloomberg. What have you? What would be your advice to a young person who wants to get into working in Bloomberg? Yeah. 
education-wise and career-wise? Yeah, I, I think as a, it's a big thing and something I'm quite passionate about, kind of um, helping younger people, because myself, I suppose, not that I was ever... Um, definitely couldn't say I came from a, um, you know, a, a not great background. Definitely was quite lucky to come from a good background, but I also went to probably a non-target university, so it's more difficult to get into the Bloomberg's, JP Morgan's, your Goldman Sachs when you come from a... So they want to eat in the Oxford. They want to eat and they want the Oxford's, the Cambridge, London School of Economics, so you're at a disadvantage already. Um, so I would say, obviously, to make your life easy, the best way to do it is to work really hard on your A-levels and get into the bigger names. Straight away, you're at an advantage. You're also in a social circle where people are already applying for these internships every year. And they, um, know they know people. You're gaining better knowledge. Whereas myself, I was probably one of the few who was applying for big finance roles in London, mm -hmm. and it was like a lot of hard work, a lot of like um, grinding on my own. Um, but I would say, do as good as you can your A levels. Get into a good uni. But then also you need to go above and beyond. So you need to start interning at a very young age, like your first year, second year uni, start doing internships. Oh, as much as experience as possible. Much experience as possible. And also you're not going to get a graduate role straight. You need to get um, an internship to get a full-time offer. Okay. okay. So that's... Um, that's good, that's good. So what does the future hold for you? Uh, well, currently at Bloomberg, potentially go into a more heavy market focus role but what I mean by that is a more so Bloomberg is obviously assisting traders um, investment bankers with their role whereas I would like to become one of them as opposed to supporting them mm -hmm. over the next kind of I suppose year or two okay that's good and the last question is what's the impact you want to have on the world Whew, that's a big question I feel like I've got quite a pessimistic view of the world whereas I want to have is as much money with as much free time as possible and just um, spending with friends and family to be honest I think COVID sort of done that to me yeah. Um, yeah I guess just be a friendly cheery person get on with people and make uh, mm -hmm. yeah just be good person I don't really have a clear cut answer <laughs> okay then well thanks a lot for that and we wish you well on your future endeavours We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share the experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.